Bruce on this video, I'm going to give you a breakdown on why Travis Scott's Astro Fest was the complete, utter disaster. What is needle spiking, which is a whole new phenomenon? How did this happen? Who's ultimately responsible to blame? And one Bible verse to glue this entire thing together. Before we get into that, I have to tell you guys about our free How to Study the Bible course at mastermydevo.com or hit the link in the description to get you to get more consistent with your reading time, get more clarity with your reading time, and ultimately get more application and life change with your devotion time. So hit that link in the description, completely free, all that good stuff. If you guys don't know what happened, the entire situation is completely tragic, top to bottom, tragic. And there's all kinds of footage floating out there. We'll look and react to some of it here in a second. I want to give you guys what the, the macro issue is, and then we're going to glue it together to a specific Bible verse. And I think the, the heart, like the heart of what's happening right before our eyes. So this is a back and forth between me and No Big Deal. And he we were going back and forth, and he basically put up this tweet, which I thought was a great macro of what was happening. Astro World was a combination of poor organization, lack of preparation, awful festival goers, awful celebrity culture, but more than anything, profit over people. And I'm going to play you guys this clip from somebody that was there. Just so you guys know, there's going to be some profanity on this. So hide your kids, hide your wife. So this was posted by somebody that was at the event. There is profanity on here. You have been warned. Like We was in a concert in hell. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't see like... Just imagine all the people they're going to find tonight who was in that crowd, who nobody could see, who nobody could hear, who passed out, and everybody was just trumpling on top of them the whole fucking concert. Like, I'm thinking it's probably going to be like at least 100 people who dead. This before it was con confirmed that eight people, that eight people uh, died from it, and I think there's 25 people hospitalized. Tonight, like, I kid you not, like, in the VIP section, it was so many bodies laid out. People was getting pulled out who was fainted, and the people were trying, the medics were trying to give them CPR, and they was flipping them over, and like they was literally turning them black and blue. Like, I never seen no, I never seen death in my fucking life, bro. Just by me alone, it was probably like 10 fucking people laid out dead. And like, once the medics tried to help them, they wasn't responding. They moved to the next person. It was nothing they could do. Like, this shit, like, this shit really fucked me up and like really spooked me tonight. Like, that was like some demonic shit. Like, and what was so crazy, like, people were screaming, help, trying to tell Travis, Travis Scott. They was like, help. The whole crowd was just going, like, help, help, help. And he just kept going, bro. It was like, that shit was scary, bro. It was so demonic, bro. And mind you, y'all see the type of music I make. Y'all see everything, like, you know, like, I've been so heavily influenced by Travis, but, like, after tonight, bro, like, God really showed me, like, you know, like, stay away from that shit, bro. Like, that shit not for you, because, like, he sacrificed so many people's lives tonight, like, for real. Like, so many people's lives are gone tonight because they want to go to a fucking Travis Scott concert and have fun. You know, he influenced people to be raging and all this shit. So many people broke in, and it was just chaos, bro. It was a living fucking hell, bro. Imagine seeing all those dead bodies, and that was that was just by me. I'll be honest with you. When I first saw this, I thought I saw the footage of all the people rushing the VIP 
area and stampeding that area. And I thought, okay, well, maybe this happened before Travis Scott even hit the stage. That was my initial impression. Something this terrible to, to happen. Maybe this happened before he was even near the stage. Maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. And those people rushed the stage and it happened in the middle of all the stampeding and all that kind of stuff. Well, I was wrong. This happened while this man was on stage performing. Uh, I'll go and show you guys some of the footage. And, and to be fair, he did stop some of the performance at times to get people help. But he also didn't. The most tragic footage is uh, seeing this. So there's people literally getting on stage, interrupting the camera person, trying to get them to stop the show. This is the saddest part to me, when the crowd yelled and, and started chanting to stop the show. You can make the argument that maybe he couldn't hear because he had in-ears in. If you guys don't know what in-ears in, I, I sometimes when I'm reacting to stuff, I'm doing interviews. There's these little, they're, they're like soundproof in-ears and artists get theirs custom made to mold their ear. And so you're hearing yourself perform, which kind of isolates out the crowd noise. So you can make the argument maybe he, he didn't hear. I, I don't know. Okay. This is what's being reported in terms of the, the actual police reporting, I'll read you guys. And this says, a terrifying new drug spiking trend can be behind the crowd surging that led to the deaths of eight people last night and injured hundreds and more at Astro Fest. Now, I'm not going to place none of the, the real graphic people getting CPR and getting rushed out because that's just way too wild. Uh, that stuff is all over Twitter, though. It says that a security guard working the festival was attempting to grab or restrain someone during the scuffle when he felt a prick in his neck before he lost consciousness. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner told a press conference, it's unclear what substance was injected into the security guard, but medics administered Narcon, a drug used to revive people who've overdosed on opioids, including fentanyl, all right? And then it talks about a 14-year-old dying, um, the crowd chanting, stop the show. Then what is needle spiking? Needle spiking is a term given to a new drug epidemic that has been sweeping pubs, bars, and nightclubs, and it now seems live music festival. It began in the UK where British police have reported receiving hundreds of reports of women being spiked by needles since the country reopened following months of lockdown. Many of the alleged attacks involve terrifying accounts of the victims being pricked by a needle while at the bar or a nightclub and quickly being left in a paralyzed state. So it sounds like you have this this mob mentality and this mob frenzy of people rushing into vip stage then you have some people getting needle spike you you clearly whoever's organizing this i think it was live nation completely dropping the ball on stuff like security stuff like logistics stuff like the right amount of paramedics around all these all these different things and it is just just a complete and utter train wreck now i'm going to get to a bible verse here in a second you guys aren't going to like my conclusion of this i'm just going to tell you this right now but here's where i think this this all comes down to and you could say maybe this is me being too judgmental or or whatever but uh, Travis Scott has a history of telling people to rage at his shows, of telling people to uh, 
punch other people. There's clips. You can find him on Twitter. He jumps into the crowd. Someone grabs his shoe. He tells the crowd to beat the person up. This is when I checked out on Travis Scott. You guys could look up this footage. I'm not going to play it for you guys. Travis Scott was arrested by Chicago, uh, Chicago police Saturday after the rapper encouraged Lollapalooza attendees to climb over security. I saw this footage. Um, barricades and stormed the stage. The Houston Rappers Festival it lasted just five minutes before being shut down after dozens of fans joined Scott on stage. Scott was arrested soon after and charged with disorderly conduct. None of this is going to work in his favor, right? There's been other things. Uh, he, he's gone on to rap about it, right? When you make it to the top, that's the amenities, packing out Toyota like I'm in the league, and it ain't no mosh pit. If it ain't no injuries, I got him on stage diving out the nosebleeds. He's he's done this, and he's rapped about it. There's another one about him being arrested in Arkansas. Police say Scott, whose real name uh, is Jackie's Webster, was arrested after he encouraged fans to rush the stage and bypass security protocols. It doesn't look like he did that here, but this man has a history a history of doing this, getting arrested, telling fans to rage, telling fans to mosh pit, and then rapping about it. You're attracting that energy now at this point. You're attracting that energy to your events. You're attracting this type of crowd, this type of environment. Somebody tweeted out, yeah, no one's, no one is running over people and stampeding people at a KB Winter Jam show. Like that's not happening at a Lecrae show. This is, this is stuff that's happening at these events. You guys know me. I'm not going to get super spooky and spiritual and say there's a demonic spirit, this and that. But there definitely is some sort of spirit in the air. There's definitely some sort of groupthink, mob mentality happening where people are checking out and losing their minds. So I'm going to give you guys one Bible verse here in just a second. And, and maybe this is, this is something that I need to do a better job at. When it comes to, like, Christians listening to secular music, Christians supporting secular music, like, I am often viewed as the guy that is like, yeah, free for all, Christian liberty. And I don't speak out enough about like, fam, I've never really rocked with Travis Scott. I heard his stuff way back in the day. Uh, the mixtapes were coming out and I was like, fam, this is mad dark. And I've never really, I've maybe given a, uh, a stream here or there. Like, let me just check it out and drop. Let me see what it sounds like. But I've never rocked with this guy. And even in secular music, there's a wide spectrum between a Kendrick Lamar, a J. Cole, you know, and a, a, a Travis Scott. The raging, let me tell fans to turn up, hurt each other, break the barriers of security. And now... It's like the the what is it what is it saying the chickens came home to roost right now it's 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 came back and this is his festival so this is his name is on it this it, it, he's ultimately responsible for the security that was or wasn't hired the team that was or wasn't there the barricades that weren't or weren't set up properly and even if he didn't encourage people to rage and even if he did stop parts of the show this is what he attracted with his energy this is what he attracted with the type of vibes he put out there's a verse i want to show you guys when it comes to this entire conversation this isn't going to be popular music and what we should be consuming and this whole thing there's one passage i always go back to and I, I've gone back and forth with people in, in, in the Christian hip-hop community and that are trying to give Travis a pass. And I think this is a byproduct of people promoting this and enabling this, of people uh, uh, positioning him as this idol to where he can continue being enabled to let to encourage people to rage, to encourage making very dark music, to discard disregarding his like fans health and you could say well maybe he didn't hear them listen i've done shows and stopped shows oh it's sad for far less 
like multiple times. We've stopped shows before. Maybe not with 100,000 people, but the thing is when you're an artist and you're on stage, you you have the vantage point and you could see a lot a lot of people. You could see a lot of faces. You could see what's going on. So maybe he didn't see every, but he, he, he had to have known like this went left and this was no longer a safe situation. So when it comes to this, to, to this conversation, when it comes to what should we and shouldn't we support and where's that liberty thing? And I understand some of you guys, y'all could listen to Travis Scott and you just feel like it doesn't affect your spirit. And, and I would say the same thing for me. Hey, listen, I could watch stuff with violence. It doesn't affect my spirit. But when it comes to anything sexually graphic, I can't listen to it, right? I don't listen to Travis Scott. I've never listened to Travis Scott. I've never sat through a little Uzi Vert album. I've never sat through WAP. Like, I don't listen to this stuff. So, um, here's a, a one verse. I'm gonna give you guys one verse. This is Isaiah chapter five, verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I don't know Travis Scott. I do know enough about his music that I wouldn't come within a hundred yards of one of these events. I do know enough about his music that I'm not clicking on it. I'm not endorsing it. I'm not playing it. I know where it's coming from. Future, him, like I understand exactly what the, 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 the intent of the music is, right? So there's a huge spectrum of, of secular because everybody's like, what do you think about secular music? Listen, what kind of secular music? What are we talking about? What is the content? But if there's content, if there is content that you're consuming that's clearly saying good things are bad, God is bad, being square is bad, being respectable is bad, and they're saying evil things are good, Getting raging at a show and blah, punching people is good. Saying drugs are good. Saying misogyny is good. Saying beating people up is good. It's not in a, it, it, he's not playing a character. It's not, a, in a, it's not Kendrick playing Kung Fu Kenny. That's not what's happening. He is saying good is evil and evil is good. He is celebrating it. He's shouting it from the mountaintops. I think this is us as consumers, every single one of us that endorses this with their clicks, and that is what you're doing. Every single one of us that plays this movie, every single, every single one of us that went and listened to the Juice World album, knowing this man was struggling with drugs. Every single one of us that continue, because what you're doing is you're enabling. This is how the algorithm was work. I'm not sure if you know, if you don't know, when you click on something on Spotify, on YouTube, they're going to service the same kind of stuff to you. And you are now pushing this stuff up the algorithm. So I'm not going to tell you don't ever listen to secular music. You guys know that's not what I'm on. What I am going to tell you is use your brain. Use your brain about what you're endorsing, especially if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian and you're like, yo, Travis Scott, you don't understand. Travis Scott's music is a vibe. It's good. Like, fam, nah, nah, WAP, nah. It's the difference between being an artist and like let me check in and just kind of give it a spin versus like Travis Scott is the soundtrack to your life and you're professing to be a Christian. There's a huge difference between the two. Maybe I, 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 I haven't been clear about this, right? Maybe when I, when I talk about these things, you guys hear Ruslan, you're like, Ruslan's the liberal Christian. He just gives us permission to do whatever we want. No, no. You have to have some type of line and some type of boundary with what you're consuming. And if you are consuming Travis Scott, you are enabling this man. You've been enabling this man. And this is, the blood is on our hands as people. 
right? Because, hey, you talk about cancel culture, this and that, fam. Like, the overall content of his music has been fairly dark and fairly, you know, evil. Like, that's what it is, right? I don't... You you throw on a Drake album. I'm not a big fan of Drake. I couldn't listen through more than two songs on Certified Lover Boy. It's just not for me. But like you throw on a, a, a Drake album, and there's a little bit of like introspective, introspective thought. I'm dealing with my issues. I have p- p- personal uh, scars from girls that have broke my heart, and I'm gonna rap about it, and make it sound cool, and sound like a repressed 13 year old emotional boy trapped in a 36 year old man's body. Like there's a little bit of introspective with a Drake album. There's a lot of introspective with a J Cole album. There's a lot of perspective with a Kendrick album but like some of this stuff is just dark this isn't this isn't about like religiosity this is about wisdom what are you supporting with your eyes and your clicks right if you say you're devoted to Jesus if you say you're devoted to Jesus it's gonna come down I like to call it your ATM you could tell what you're devoted to based on the ATM you know what the ATM is your attention your time and your money where's your attention going Where's your time going? If we looked at your calendar, you going to church? You in a small group? You listening to Bible studies? You, you, you listening to the Bible on your phone? Do you have time separated for Devo, for prayer? And your money, where's your money going? Where's your money going? Are you giving any, are you giving to any local ministries? Are you giving to anything? Are you supporting Christian artists, right? Or are you just like, yeah, you're going to listen to the same debauchery that everybody else listens to. This stops with Travis Scott, but it ultimately is a reflection on us as a society. It ultimately is a reflection on us as people. And those of us that are Christian, it's a reflection on us. The blood is on all of our hands. Travis Scott's ultimately responsible, and I have a feeling he's going to be held liable for this. I have a feeling he's going to be held liable for this. I have a feeling this, this isn't just going to go away. He has a history of doing this stuff, and maybe he didn't do it at this show, but this is this is the type of crowd he attracted. I'm not saying everybody there is an idiot and stupid and just came to rage and be a knucklehead, but goodness gracious, you got folks poking random people with needles of fentanyl? Like, this is, this is dark, guys. Like, this is really dark. This is really dark. Okay, so I think he's going to be held liable. I think Rock Nation is going to be like, somebody tried to tell me like, uh, Mowgli was on Twitter. He's like, yo, this is like Woodstock 99. Fam, Woodstock 99 was like 150,000 people and three people died. This was 50,000 people and at least eight people have died. This is not, this is worse than Woodstock. This is, this is one of the most tragic events we've seen in popular music possibly ever. I don't, I, I, I've been following concerts and festivals and this sort of thing for a long time. I don't remember hearing of this many people passing away at a, at a major pop act. Like he's married or he's with Kylie Jenner. This is like Kardashian reality star royalty. Okay, Um, it's his festival. It's his name. He's ultimately responsible. See, there's a difference between fault and responsibility, right? There's a difference between fault and responsibility. And this is what I mean. Um, Everything that happens in my house as the head of the house, everything that happens in my house as the head of the house is not my fault. You, You following along? Everything that happens in my house is not my fault, but it is my responsibility. The state of my house, the state of my finances, the state of how my wife is doing spiritually, how my children are doing, it may not all be my fault, but it is my responsibility. It is my responsibility. And I think in one of these situations, everything here is not Travis's fault. That is not what I'm saying. If that's what you gathered here, this is not what I'm saying. But it is his responsibility. It is his festival. His name or, or Astro Fest is his brand. 
it, he is on stage. He's ultimately signing off and his management or whoever's signing off on everything. It is ultimately his responsibility. And that is how it rolls. And maybe that's in uh, and, and, um, a hyper state of responsibility as a Christian follower of Jesus, right? Maybe people don't have that revelation yet. But if you go through your life assuming that just because bad things happen, they're not your responsibility. No, most things that happen on your watch are your responsibility, even if they're not your fault. This is evidenced in the gospel, is it not? It's not Jesus's fault that the, that, that, that the Israelites and were wilding out and doing stupid stuff and worshiping idols. It's not his fault. But Jesus says, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for these stupid people. These people that don't know they're up from their down. These people that don't know how, how to actually live my way. I'm going to go and step into eternity and I'm going to go and live the life they, ne they, they couldn't live and died to death that they should have died for the stupid things that they've done, for the things they've done to offend a holy God. And I'm going to take responsibility even though it wasn't his fault. As the, as, 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 as the head, we have that same call. Right? We have that same call. Now, again, Travis Scott's not a Christian, but that doesn't mean he's absolved of responsibility here. He's not. Doesn't mean Live Nation's resolved of responsibility. They're not. But that that is the gospel. And then what are we doing? We're, we are then called to be ministers of reconciliation. Jesus steps into history. He takes responsibility. He recon He reconciles people back onto himself. And then he calls us to be ministers of reconciliation. And that's going to go back to that ATM. You're going back to that ATM. Where's your attention? What is your time? And where's your money going? If you're saying you're a follower of Jesus, if you're saying you want to follow God and whatever, where do we take responsibility with that side? This would be a good time to check out our How to Study the Bible course at Mastermind Devo. It's completely free. And it gets you on how to go from getting more clarity, getting more consistency, and ultimately getting more application in your devotional time so that you can have that transformed life. Okay? So that's in the description below. It's completely free. I want every single person to take it. I think you will be surprised by just the, the basics of those tips and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I really want you guys to pause and, and, and sign up for that. Take that. It's completely free. If you found value from this, hit the like button. Make sure you're subscribed. All that good stuff. But, uh, uh, man, I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm so um, frustrated by this situation. And I, and I am. And if I'm honest, man, I'm frustrated by Christians who keep supporting this sort of debauchery. Like I am. If you're not a Christian, man, give your life to Jesus. Like surrender your life to Jesus. This is by far the best thing you could ever do. Surrender your life to Jesus. If, you're, if you are a Christian, you have to draw the line on what you are and aren't willing to consume. Right? Because every click is, is consumption of it. And every click is promotion, especially in music. It's promotion and elevation of someone to get them a, a bigger festival, a bigger name, all these stuff. We think that music is meritocracy. It's not. The, the, best, the biggest artists aren't the best artists, just so you know. The biggest artists aren't the best artists. Travis is one of the biggest artists, not because he's one of the best artists. He's a good artist, but he's not one of the best artists. This is more about positioning. This is more about playlisting. This is more about cosigns. This is more about the major corporations behind him that are making money off of him. And every time you click into that, you're endorsing it and enabling it. And I recommend you don't. I recommend you, I recommend you take a self-inventory of what you're consuming. Pray, pray for everybody involved. Pray for the families in, in this situation. Pray for the people that were uh, hurt. Pray, pray for Travis Scott that he would wake up and repent 
and and may, maybe this terrible thing is how God, uh, you know, snaps him into place. I, I don't know. You know, I know he's had the gospel shared with him. Um, and so just, 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 just pray for all parties involved, man. And, and how this is going to play out is going to be, um, is, is going to be, it's going to be a mess. All right, I love you guys. Peace. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.